everyone. Welcome to the Brand Organics Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Payne. Today, I'm going to kick off a four-part podcast on how to come from a place of service, no matter what you're selling. So one of the, the things that I talk about my clients about a lot is, is their branding and their messaging. And obviously, a, a key part of that discussion is talking about what they are selling, who they are selling it to, how they're trying to create things like conversions and sales for clients of mine who who aren't selling something, who might be raising money or donations or maybe um, raising awareness around a cause, it still kind of comes back to a big meaty question. And I didn't always ask this question. It kind of came up organically uh, during one of my brand strategy sessions about a year ago. And I found that actually starting from this place really helped turn on lights for my my clients, but also myself. I actually experienced a rebrand this year. And um, it it originated from these difficult conversations that we would sort of get hung up in, in, in my brand strategy sessions. We would start talking about, uh, you know, audience and who we're selling to and what we're trying to accomplish. And, you know, a lot of my clients are running a business, launching a business. They might even be heading a team in-house somewhere, Um in the marketing or PR space, or they might be a coach. And look, at the end of the day, their formal formal disciplines, you know, never fell into traditional business school. And that's maybe one of the biggest challenges I have with clients, but I like it because my formal background isn't business school. But what can end up happening is because we, we, are overwhelmed by creating a, a brand strategy, we sometimes just dive into it um, headfirst, trying to answer these really big questions. And one of the big questions is always, what are you trying to sell? Who are you trying to sell it to? And we feel like we have to crack this nut of creating the perfect marketing strategy, which is really painful because none of us went to business school. So a lot of it's self-taught. So that's kind of the origin behind it. So when I when this question came about, I just started asking it time and time again. And ultimately, we end up with the same information, but it's such a, a wonderful place. And since since I decided to make that mandated as part of the, the strategy that I'm teaching clients now, I've just kind of paid attention to some really cool trends that you're starting to see in the business world. You're starting to see people come from a place of gratitude, use service as a way of selling, um, trying to tap back into just raw emotion or, or, or adding value. None of these are brand new revolutionary theories in business practice, but it kind of tips the old marketing paradigm on its head. So rather than coming from a place of, hey, I want you to buy my thing or donate to my thing or enroll in my thing, it's sort of like, all right, it, it, it's going back to that tried and true principle of how we add value. And it just is a lot easier to answer. So today, uh, that that's what I want to talk about. And, and, and I'll give you my sort of first tip around it. So again, the question today is how can you come from a place of service no matter what you're selling? And my first tip really has to do with your audience. Now, if I ask some of my clients who their audience are, it's, it's amazing how many different answers I get. If you ask someone who, who doesn't necessarily have um, a tremendous amount of experience in the business world or a formal education in business, they'll kind of actually struggle to, to answer this question beyond who they've got imprinted on their brain or who they've been told should be their audience. I've, I've asked uh, my clients who their audience 
is, and I've had one come back to me and tell me, oh, my, my, my primary audience is 75 to 150,000 a year. And I looked at him and I said, you just described to me a number, not a person. And it's like this, this light went off. He'd never actually considered thinking about his audience as a person. He'd literally just come through, um, you know, thinking about how, you know, his audience in terms of spend and how much he wanted them to, to, to do. I've had other clients that, that will go on for two, three minutes trying to describe every nook and cranny and demographic and behavior and opinion and emotion of their audience, which may sound like a lot of information, but to me it, it often indicates that they actually don't really know who their audience is. They might be too hyper-focused on their ideal audience, which might not be realistic, or they've just decided to spread uh, their cast their net too widely. So again, going back to this principle of how we can come from a place of service, I want to talk about our audience, but let me flip it for you. Rather than talk about your audience as customers, people that at the end of the day, you want to do something or make them do, why don't you think about how you can serve them so that they can accomplish a goal? I want you to pick up on that kind of nuance. It's a different tonality. It's a different feeling, a different emotion. Again, rather than think about your audience or customers as people that you want to make do something, think about how you can actually serve them so that they can accomplish a goal. It's a different charge to it. Think about it. Think about how that actually opens up the opportunity for you to have deeper conversations and add value, deepen relationships, and potentially lead with emotion, which is one of my favorite calls to action, okay? If you think about your customers and your audience as just people that you want to do something, and look, let's be real. At the end of the day, you want them to do something, right? This, you, you have objectives for your business, you know? They're, you want them to take the inspired action that, that ultimately leads to whatever goals you have. So uh, don't get me wrong. I absolutely understand that you have goals, um, and that you have objectives and that you have to hit your, make your bottom line and all that. Okay, but, but think about the opportunity that coming to them from a place of service and actually adding value so that they can accomplish their goals brings to the conversations uh, around your business. Okay, you therefore become a resource for them versus a vendor or a company, okay? And if you're able to convey that value and come from a place of service, there's often a, a really cool thing that happens. Your, your messaging has this level of warmth about it, authenticity about it. Um, for some of my clients, it's easier to actually create marketing, messaging, and, and actually help create their brand when it comes from a place of service. Because you have this pressure of perfection and mastery and almost the subconscious um, feeling of, of, of trickery and manipulation that sometimes traditional marketing can do. You've kind of lifted all that so that you have become very, very clear on what you're here to do and serve. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Let's say you work in an industry where service might not be as obvious, okay? So places where you're of service, uh, some obvious uh, examples are health and wellness, hospitality, um, causes, charity work, nonprofits, 
all of that, you could easily make the connection between you um, coming from a place of service to help others. Well, other industries too, con- you know, consumer tech. You know, like I've said before, if if you work for the IRS, if if you're a lawyer, if you are a a CPA, if you're a tax man, um, you are still coming from a place of service. And you know, at the end of the day, when you think about your customers and your audience, they're not seeking you out for for anything other than to help fulfill their need. So sometimes we just push too aggressively and try to sell, sell, sell. There are definitely marketing strategies out there that believe more in in quantity than quality. I get it. Like a lot of what we do is a numbers game, especially because the industries are so competitive. But for the sake of you in this context, if you're thinking about your brand, if you're thinking about trying to create more content or conversations or just like really organic marketing strategies that work, that by the way, aren't such a pain in the butt to, to create. You can eliminate those challenges, especially if you don't have a formal business background. But here's my challenge to you. Even if you went to business school, like why don't you flip the old paradigm and actually focus some effort on brainstorming ways to think about your audience as people you serve. So my question to you would be, and to leave you with this, this is your homework, right, is jot down, ask your team, ask your department, ask your your colleagues, or if you work for yourself, just jot this down for yourself. Who are you here to serve? And see if that can kind of spark some creativity from this, this warm, beautiful, amazing place of, of helping and gratitude. You might be surprised at, at what that might spark for you internally. So that's tip number one. Again, this is a multi-part podcast. So I'll be coming back to it and revisiting it. But today, it was uh, part one of this podcast series I'm doing called called How to Come from a Place of Service No Matter What You're Selling. So if you've got ideas or tips, if you've actually experienced this, I would love I would love to know about it. I'm starting to hear from fans of the show. And it's, it's like, it's the, honestly, it's why I'm here. I want to hear from you. Um, I want to make sure that these stories, uh, these these shows are relevant. So if you've got an idea or an experience you want to share, don't forget you can you can find me on social media. You can also visit my website, uh, jessicapain.us, and drop me a note there too. I love hearing from you guys. Have a great week and and ask yourself, how can you come from a place of service? See you next time. <laughs>